Hey guys! Hello everybody! So today we're going to be talking about, I don't really know how to explain it, like there's not really a simple title for it, but we're just going to be talking about our experiences with doctors. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my hospital stay and, you know, I can talk about therapy. But yeah, we're just going to share our experience with doctors because I feel like a lot of people DM us and are like, my doctors misdiagnose me or they don't help or, you know, they don't understand, yeah. so... Yeah, there's a lot of information that a lot of people don't know that you can get, or I guess there's a lot of help that you can get that the average person wouldn't know. And um, if you don't know what to ask for from your doctors, they're, sometimes they're unsure of what to do or medicine to give you. So also just talking about what we've done or what people we've known have done for tests to run our stomachs or I don't know. Well, we're just going to kind of dive into all of that, um, give our advice and our experiences. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, I think what we want to preface in this episode is to advocate for yourself. Um, yes. Because, and I work, I work with doctors, so I, I kind of know how they think and how they run and they want you to come in and kind of have an idea of what's going on with you so that they can help you because if you don't know how you're feeling and if you can't explain it then it's hard for them to know how to help and um, if you have an idea of something that you think could be wrong and you want to get that checked out like express that to them because then they can look deeper into that and try to figure out if that's like the cause for your issue but I think it's important to remember that like doctors aren't like superheroes you know they're humans too and they went to a lot of school yeah. and you know but it's hard for them it's like a I don't know I don't know how to explain it but pretty much make sure like if you are thinking something then tell it to the doctor because mm -hmm. it won't hurt and it just helps them out as well like knowing what you want and knowing how they can best help you yeah and if you feel like something is wrong and your doctor's just not quite getting it, continue to tell them and just, like Maddie said, advocate for yourself. Continue yeah. to speak up. And if your doctor's just not getting it, ask to speak to a different doctor or I don't know how that really works. But just continue to just push it and push and push it until you feel like you have an answer that's suitable for you. And an answer that's suitable for you. I mean, we'll get into this, but I thought something was seriously wrong with my stomach for the longest time. Turns mm -hmm. out, and they, the doctors would just tell me, it's anxiety, it's anxiety, it's your anxiety. And I never believed them. And I was like, no, there's actually something wrong. Turns out there's nothing wrong and it's just my anxiety. But an answer, I mean, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people with emetophobia, we get nauseous all the time, you know, and we don't want it to be because of the anxiety. We think that there's actually something wrong mm -hmm. and kind of in a way we want there to be something wrong. So there's actually a reason that we're nauseous rather than because of our own brains. So we can get treatment or something. Yeah, but sometimes it just is the fact that it's because of your anxiety and the mind, like your brain and your stomach work so closely together mm -hmm. that it's just how it is and so I think what helped me is like doctors running tests and me actually seeing that there's nothing wrong like my stomach is fine again we can get more into that later in this episode but at some point 
Like, if a doctor's listening to you and they're running tests and stuff, at some point, you kind of have to believe them. Yeah. If they're being reasonable with you and if they're doing everything that they can. I mean, they're not going to find an illness or something that's not there. So, Mm -hmm. definitely advocate for yourself and definitely speak up if you think something's wrong. But also, for probably almost all of us it is just our anxiety causing nausea and all that so I've also heard a decent amount of people off the Instagram page say that they were told that it was their anxiety for for years and years and then later they found out by a different doctor that they do have some sort of stomach issues it's just hard because anxiety is just so difficult it it really like convinces our minds so some people are actually undiagnosed for an issue that they do have while others feel the exact same way yet don't have an issue if that makes sense um but again if your doctor has tried everything you've gone to multiple doctors there's nothing really you can do actually no because I do want people to advocate for themselves I don't know it's just tricky it's important to advocate for yourself and if you're if you're not getting what you want from one doctor or they say it's just anxiety then and this goes for the same thing as if you get diagnosed with cancer right Mm -hmm. you're probably going to get a second opinion to make sure that you actually have cancer before you start chemotherapy or whatever you know it's the same thing like if you're getting told something that you don't think is right go get a second opinion from a different doctor and advocate for yourself and I think you know, some doctors miss things and other doctors catch things. So, yeah. Anyway, I mean, kind of going off of all of this, you know, my story kind of goes hand in hand with doctors. There's one point in like high school, early high school, where I swore on everything that there was something wrong with me. And I, I could have 100% guarantee you that I had some sort of cancer or some sort of stomach issue. And I went to the doctor's and the doctors ran tests. I have no idea what tests they even were, but everything got, came back completely normal, of course. And um, the doctor pretty much just told me, like, yeah, it's it's anxiety. There's you you look very very healthy. Um, your what your experience is just what you're experiencing is just high anxiety. And then I went home that night and I felt so much better just hearing that. And then a few weeks later, it started again. So I went back to a different doctor and they ran some tests as well. And it just came back as anxiety, even though I can swear up and down that something is completely wrong with me. And at that point, like Maddie said earlier, I was hoping that something was wrong with me. Of course, I would never want you know, to have cancer or something, but I wanted something to allow me to get treatment and just easily switch it flip a switch and start feeling better instead of for anxiety obviously it sticks with you for a very long time and a fear you have to overcome a whole fear but I don't know I mean that that's it we feel this nauseous feeling and we feel so sick and it can even like affect our brains sometimes our brains can get foggy and we can swear something's wrong with us even though we are completely fine. And I didn't do any more tests than whatever those like easy, simple blood tests they were doing. But yeah, they probably, um, I don't remember they, what tests they did. They probably did like a complete blood count, which is like, 
checking your white blood cells and red blood cells because that'll tell if you have cancer or like some type of infection or something and then they probably ran like they probably tested like your liver and kidneys and stuff make sure that i'm not dying over here yeah yeah i remember that first time i went to the doctor's office i was having the most intense anxiety attack i've ever had in my entire life before and i was like 14 so i was very vulnerable and the doctor that I had, or the nurse that I had, had the most high-pitched chipmunk voice of all Ugh. time. And it was, like, if my anxiety could get any worse, it got a little worse after that. That was probably traumatic. That's probably why I have a metaphobia, because I was so traumatic. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh <laughs> anyway, she was very helpful, though. Like, she ran tests, and everything came back fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I... I was going through my phone, so I have I have Sharp, and for Sharp, you can download an app, and you can see all of your records. Like, it literally says everything. So I was going through it the other day. Sharp? And, yeah, Sharp, Restaily Hospital, whatever. Oh. You've never heard of that? that. No. Oh, maybe it's, maybe it's just, like, in our area. Anyway, it's a really good hospital. Um, but... It has an app, and I was going through the app, and I was going through my diagnosis that my doctor has put, I don't know, put in the records. I had, like, 15 diagnoses on record of just random stuff. and you don't even have? That I don't have. Like, I don't even – I didn't even know what a few of them were because my doctor, I just go in to visit with her, and, of course, I don't know what's going on, so I say, like – I think it's IBS or I don't know. I want to test for like so-and-so and And then my doctor will just write it down and diagnose me. So I had all of these diagnoses. Hold on. Let me log into my, I deleted them. I was able to delete them off the record, but I was like, no, I do not have freaking cancer. Just kidding. I didn't say cancer. They did not put cancer on there. No, that would have freaked me out. (laughs) Oh yeah. Mine says Anxiety, headache, allergic rhinitis, which is like um, allergies pretty much, mm-hmm. depression, depression, dysmenorrhea, which is um, it's uh, painful periods or something like that, mm. irregular uterine bleeding, GERD, which is acid reflex, I have ARFID, which is avoidant restrictive food intake disorder, nausea. Yeah, I got nausea. Moderate protein calorie malnutrition. That's probably from when I was in the hospital. Generalized anxiety disorder with panic attacks. I can also see all of the medication that I've ever been prescribed. And I deleted all the ones that I'm not currently on um, just for, I don't know, my records. But it had so many medications that my doctor was just, I mean, doctors, obviously, they're supposed to give you medicine to help you out and to try new things but my doctor was just throwing medicine at me to just help in any way shape and form just throwing medicine (laughs) throwing diagnosis at me (sighs) I was like dang that's a lot of medicine but it did allow me to find the medicine that I love that helps me out a lot so I will give him that yeah I feel like we have very opposite experiences with doctors yeah um like, I've had really good experiences with my doctors. I, I've gotten very frustrated before, and I, like, I've been like, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. There's something wrong with me, but it's just, 
you know, anxiety. it is just my anxiety. But, well, when I was younger, I got diagnosed with GERD, which is acid reflux. Um, it runs in the family, so, like, I've had it as long as I've pretty much been born. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've been taking medicine for that. So I guess that is, like, a stomach issue, but it's resolved by medicine, so it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. But, like, when I stayed in the hospital for two weeks, well, before that, when, like, my metaphobia really started getting bad, I went to the gastroenterologist, which is the stomach doctor, and explained to him what was going on, how I was always nauseous, and I, like, felt like I couldn't eat, and if I ate, I'd get nauseous. If I didn't eat, I got nauseous, you know, nauseous 24-7, whatever. And he's like, you know, I really think it's your anxiety, and I had been told that. And I was like, no, there's something wrong with me. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's something wrong. And so he was like, you know, I think it's just your anxiety, but we can, there's these tests we can do if you want to do them. And he wasn't really like pushing me to get them done, but he also wasn't pushing me to not get them done. He was just like, this is what we can do if you want to. I don't think you need to do these, but we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were colonoscopy and endoscopy. Which pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, if you don't know what those are, they stick a camera up your butt to look in like your inte- like your intestines and stuff to make sure there's nothing going on there. And then they put they put you to sleep. And then, but they also put another camera down your like mouth and throat to go into your stomach. So they're pretty much looking at like my digestive tract from all angles. See if you have any stomach issues going on. Yeah, and so I got that done. They're two different surgeries, right? I'm pretty sure my boss who got it recently just did the one up the up the rear. I don't think he got it done. Yeah, well, you can do it at the same time, but oh, you don't okay. know the the endoscopy, the one that goes down your throat. Mm-hmm. That's not like they don't do you don't do that when you get older. Oh, unless there's okay. like a reason that you need to do it. See, that one would freak me out. Girl, you're asleep. Yeah, but still, like, I don't know. That freaks me out. But yeah, so they did those and they literally took pictures and showed me the pictures. And there's like, there's nothing wrong. Your stomach lining is just a little bit inflamed and red because you haven't been eating, which means more acid. Um, Like the acid in my stomach isn't getting absorbed by anything. So that causes inflammation in my stomach lining. But it all stemmed from me not eating, which stemmed from my anxiety pretty Mm -hmm. much. So, like, I had picture proof that my stomach was fine. And then that allows you to, like, actually go home and move forward on healing with anxiety instead of, like, convincing yourself that you have a stomach problem. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like all the doctors I've talked to, and, like, even my doctor now, yeah, she's, like, fine with giving me medicines, and I love her because she's literally the other week – I, I get um, Xanax and Zofran for my doctor for anxiety and nausea. And I hadn't used, like, any since the last time I got prescribed. But I just like to have it. Like, I don't really use it, but I just like to have it as backup just in case something happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I messaged her on the app, and I was like, hey, can I get a refill of these? I literally haven't used them, but they're expired. And she just sent a refill. My doctor is the same way, but um, – or – Yeah, I can literally call the front desk and be like, hey, can I get a refill? And the doctor already wrote a note, like, if she wants a refill, she can get a refill automatically. Yeah. 
so it's so nice but then again like I don't know if I think I guess it would be more on the therapy slash psychiatrist side doctors are more physical disabilities like they they obviously diagnose with mental disabilities they'll give you uh, medicine for mental you know mental disabilities but therapy is more so mental kind of kind of because so there's there's psychologists and psychiatrists psychiatrists are doctors but they Mm -hmm. have a like they went to med school and everything the same as any other doctor did but then Mm -hmm. after that they did after that they did like a fellowship like they did further education on the brain Mm -hmm. so they studied the brain right well psychologists are therapists they don't prescribe medication they're just like regular therapist um they didn't go to med med medical school so they're not doctors but they studied the brain if that makes sense yeah so they'll know what to kind of tell you what's going on they're better with like they're better with like the coping mechanisms and like Mm. they do more of the like talk therapy when you think of therapy that's kind of who you're thinking about is a psychologist a psychiatrist Mm -hmm mainly manages like medications that help with your mental illness that makes sense and then what what would doctors do they would well like a primary care doctor yeah yeah primary care they I mean they don't really if you if you have a psychiatrist then you Mm -hmm. don't need to go to them about like your mental health stuff because you have a doctor for that you would just go to them for, like, your physical health, like, your annual mm. checkups and stuff. But if you don't have a psychi- psychiatrist, then doctors can prescribe medication for mental health. They just, okay. like, don't have a specialty in it. Yeah, that makes sense. So if you're, like, really struggling or um, like people want that bipolar. extra care. Mm-hmm. Like, people with bipolar, people that have, like, serious mental health issues – they see a psychiatrist, psychiatrist because they need special care for that. I mean, anxiety as like, it's a mental illness and it's mm-hmm. serious and it's, you know, the medications, the medications for anxiety are easier to prescribe because there's not as many of them because yeah. they all kind of do the same thing. But with stuff like bipolar or schizophrenia or stuff like that, the medications are one way more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and their that mental illness is just a lot more dangerous in general. Yeah, like life threatening danger. So that's why like your normal doctor can prescribe medication for your mental illness, but you can also find a psychiatrist to do that too. That makes sense. I did. Yes. I knew that. I knew that psychiatrists diagnose medicine, and then therapists obviously you know are the more coping mechanism stuff, but. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know, like, that much in detail about them. And usually people with mental health illnesses, like, more serious ones, they see both. They see a psychiatrist and a psychologist because the psychiatrist manages their medication and everything, and the psychologist does, like, the therapy. Like, the more general day-to-day life focus. Yeah. I mean, it is good to have a psychiatrist and to talk to them. I had one. I had one when I was little, um... When I first got it, got started on anxiety medication, then I took that medication for years. Yeah. Um, and now I just got get my medication from my primary care doctor. 
because it's simple. But I mean, she told me, she's like, you should probably get a psychiatrist, but I just never did. Yeah, you got to make those appointments. I'm kind of the same way. I, I have a psychiatrist, but I haven't seen him in like over a year because I just call my doctor and be like, hey, can you refill this? But then again, we know what we want. Like we know what we need. We know what the medications we want. Um, we're on the same ones. And we're also very educated on this topic, I guess, with emetophobia and stuff. But yeah, I mean, if you're questioning having some sort of stomach issue and you like swear on it and you're not taking no as an answer when your doctor says it's anxiety, ask for a colonoscopy or a, what's the other one? Endoscopy. Endoscopy. Ask for one of those and get that done if, you know, that's something you feel comfortable with. Um, just to double check, there's just also, to get that. There's also a million other tests out there that test for like different stomach issues, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if your doctor's not seeming like they're being very helpful or care that much, find a different doctor and mm-hmm. get a second opinion. And again, like, yes, people do get diagnosed after being told that it's just anxiety their whole life, but it's rare. And sometimes you just have to accept that it is anxiety and as much as that sucks because there's like no cure for it it's also not healthy to it's not healthy for your brain to like keep thinking something seriously wrong with you especially if something's not progressing and getting worse and worse and worse then it's less likely that there's something wrong because if you have a condition and it and it gets worse like and it's not caught or helped in any way usually it'll progress and get worse to the point Mm -hmm. where it's like there's no other option than to know something's wrong yeah and for doctors to recognize that um that was literally me the other day thinking about like oh this is i don't know just trying to come up with any solution that i'm have some sort of sickness it's like no you don't another thing that i mean goes hand with all of this is like food intolerances or um, food allergies. A lot of people think they have food allergies because, you know, their stomach may act up or something like that. But that's just, I mean, of course, there's that possibility. And if you want to make sure that you don't have any food food allergies, there's tests you can take. I, I know there's a test called the RAST test, I think it's called. Have you heard of that? Yeah, there's a bunch of different tests that you can do. I... I'm pretty sure I have food intolerances and stuff, and I was going to do those tests, but then I was like, first of all, what if I find out I'm intolerant to more things than I thought, and then I'm going to be scared to eat those things that I've already been eating, (laughs) and then I'm just, like, not going to eat, you know? That's so funny that you said that. I was literally talking to someone on Instagram who said the exact same thing. They're too scared to test. If I find out that I'm allergic to pasta, I don't know. Yeah, like wheat Mac and, and cheese. stuff. Then, like, what am I ever gonna eat? Because all I ever eat is bread. Yeah. But like, well, I'm I mean... fine when I eat it. So, anyways, that's part of the reason why I didn't end up doing it. Also, the foods that I know upset my stomach, I just don't eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, I was just gonna say, unless you have like a serious allergic reaction. It's not really important to get that kind of testing done. I mean, you definitely can if you want, but it's like if you know something makes you nauseous every time you eat it and you've tried like a few times, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't just like a coincidence, then like just don't eat it. So the other, 
a couple weeks ago, I started eating these yogurts and um, I would eat them like every day for a couple weeks. And some days I would be fine afterwards. And then other days I will, my stomach would be upset. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm lactose tolerant or whatever that's called. And then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, no, like I ate this yogurt yesterday and I was just fine. It's probably yeah. just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> like I, I don't know what else is ice cream. Like I eat ice cream and I'm fine. Like, yeah, it's so weird. Like, I don't know if I'm lactose intolerant, but every time I drink like cow's milk, I get so nauseous. That's so same weird. With, same with ice cream. But, like, I can have yogurt and I can have cheese and, like, chocolate and be fine. So is there – actually, no, because cheese is direct. Cheese is very direct. But milk is just – ew, milk is gross. I can't even drink. I don't, I don't even like cow's milk. I haven't had yeah. it in literal years. You saying cow's milk just – ugh. I've never heard anyone say cow's milk. <laughs> just Well, I just say that because now there's like oat milk, yeah. almond milk. Like there's a bunch of different types of milk. Yeah. You know, people, drink, milk. people drink goat milk. Yeah, I've heard of goat milk. I don't, I'm not a big milk person, so I stay away from it. But I'm like, literally the other day I was like, oh, I swear, I know it's those freaking yogurts making my stomach up, upset. And then I'm like, wait, no, it's not. And I've been yeah. eating them since and I'm like, just fine. It's just... I usually eat them when I'm at work, so it's probably, like, the in, in heightened anxiety from being yeah. at work, I guess. I don't even know. Our stomachs make no sense. Our stomachs can be upset from, like, the slightest little thing because our digestion can slow down from anxiety or stress or just not even getting enough sleep, and the next thing you know, your stomach's upset. And, and then you use the bathroom, and then do you ever get those bathroom visits where it upsets your stomach? Bathroom visits. <laughs> I'm like struggling with those right now. I am struggling with those. Like at work, I'll, I have my bathroom visits at the exact same time each day, and it like upsets my stomach to no end. No, I feel like usually if I go to the bathroom, my stomach feels better. Really? When you go number two? Yeah. I don't know. I've been really stressed out lately, so. I don't usually why. have. I mean, sometimes if I'm like a little nauseous and then I go to the bathroom. And then I get anxious, and then, like, afterwards I'll be more nauseous because I'm anxious, but I don't think I've ever, like, gotten nauseous from pooping. (laughs) I get so, like, I seriously, it takes me out for the day. Like, I am fighting for my life for those couple hours afterwards, and it happens very often. Even if it's, like, normal poop? Yeah. Actually, (gasps) no, I think it's when I... Poop for the first time after taking a Zofran. <gasps> That's probably what it is. The Zofran, Zofran messes <laughs> up your stomach when you have to. <laughs> I honestly think it's a Zofran. Because I've been taking it a little bit more recently because I've been so anxious. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Because I haven't had it in a couple days. <sighs> that girl. That Zofran. <laughs> that Zofran messes me up. <laughs> And you have to go poop after that. But as long as as long as I it's not coming up the other end, that's all that I care right. about. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I mean, is there anything else you have to talk about on this topic? I feel not like really. yeah, I don't think I have I think much. it's just really important. I mean, we said this a million times, but again, really important to advocate for yourself. And if you like you if you feel like you're not getting the right treatment that you should 
that you deserve, then find a different doctor and yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to speak to a psychiatrist, they may help with more in depth, I guess. Um, and if you want to take some tests just for that extra oomph of comfort, definitely ask for, I don't know, a colonoscopy or a whatever the other one is called. Endoscopy. Or, yeah, that one. Or like a RAS test for food intolerances um, or blood drawn. But again, it's 99% of the time, it's just anxiety. Um, and I, I think uh, one last thing I want to mention is getting a psychiatrist, you know, the brain doctor, I guess you would call them, they can also help you understand how the brain and the stomach are connected and how mm-hmm. in sync they are with each other, um, which may help you understand why anxiety can cause so much nausea to the point where not even just nausea but just physical effects to the point Mm -hmm. where you think something's actually wrong with you like when people have panic attacks sometimes they feel like they're having a heart attack and they swear they're having a heart attack so they go to hospital they're not having a heart attack it's just a panic attack like your brain is so powerful and if you see a psychiatrist or even a therapist they can explain that to you too is that yeah and like how the brain and the stomach really work together. So yeah, and it's good because they know you personally, so they can they can explain to you how your certain situation and your experiences go hand in hand with that as well, which yeah. will be a huge relief. I promise it will be a huge relief. <laughs> no, just hearing that from like a professional. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty much everything um, I really wanted to talk about. Yeah, I mean, if you guys have any more questions, just make sure to message us and we'll try and answer all of them. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Um, We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye, guys.